0: It all comes down to tonight in Boise for the Missoula Paddleheads. Hello, I am Coulter Nuanez. The Garden City's independent minor league baseball team rolled through the Pioneer League North, claiming the pennant in the first and second halves of the regular season. Then the Paddleheads smoked the Billings Mustangs in a one-game playoff on Saturday to qualify for the Pioneer League's championship series. Missoula pushed the Boise Hawks to the brink with a late rally to post an 8-2 win at Ogren Park Allegiance Field in their final home game of the season on Monday. But last night in Boise, the Hawks scored four runs in the eighth inning to emerge with a 5 for victory in Idaho's capital city. That decision forces a third and final game for all the marbles tonight. The final game of the Pioneer League for the 2021 season will commence with first pitch set for 6.30 p.m. from Boise. All the action can be heard right here on 1029 ESPN Missoula. Missoula Sentinel High School has been placed on probation by the Montana High School Association. The MHSA Executive Board made the decision at its regularly scheduled meeting on Monday. The probation will extend to the end of this current academic school year. Sentinel was fined $100 by the MHSA in 2019 for for a football recruiting violation. The school's track and field program came under fire in May when an athlete competed in too many events. MHSA Executive Director Mark Beckman confirmed to the Missoulian on Tuesday afternoon that those are the two issues that have landed the Spartans on probation. This ESPN Missoula Sports Center is brought to you by Selway Armory. Now, 1029 ESPN Missoula, as well as SWX Montana Television. I'm Coulter Nuanas. Ryan Tutel joining me. We recorded with our good friend Carolyn a little earlier. We were required by FCC regulations now to tell you things that things are pre recorded. But you already know if you were watching on television that Carolyn usually is not in the studio with us. But she had some good insight this week. It's a chick who doesn't know sports. Well, 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 look how I found. It's a good friend, Carolyn. She doesn't know sports here on Nuana's Now, We do this each Thursday. And uh, we'll see when the other guy that's supposed to be co-hosting this show shows up. But who knows? But Carolyn has no time for any of that. No, she got stuff I am, to do. No,
3: I am on a time crunch, okay? I got to hit the gym. This body doesn't just make itself, okay? <laughs> I have...
0: Now you're still teasing all these people that have only heard your voice and never seen you. It's hilarious.
3: Yeah, well, prepare to be disappointed. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, Carolyn, first and foremost... Um, one of the most popular, well-received, and awesome giveaways we've ever done on this show by Clutch Women. They are producing these awesome stadium-type bags, or I guess they're clutches for gals that go to games. You can use them for any occasion, really, but yeah. specifically for stadiums because they're the perfect size. You don't yeah. have to use the clear bag. And uh We've given these away the last couple of weeks and uh, phones have been blowing up. And I know that the people that have received them are very happy. We've had a couple of female winners that are very happy to use them themselves. A couple male winners that are super stoked to give them away as gifts. And uh, in, anyways, if you don't win, though, this is a great idea for a gift and or a purchase for yourself. So tell people a little bit more about where they can find this stuff.
3: They can find them at clutchwomen.com, and you can put in a Missoula20 code for 20% off. I can't believe I'm going to say this, but I wore mine as a fanny pack. Let's go. uh, At soccer last week because it was just so much easier to go hands-free. So um, I love it. I am pretty stoked on it, and you can call in and win one. Um, What's the number? (laughs) (laughs) This is the best part ever. Carolyn works
0: here. She doesn't even know the phone number. It's easy, Carolyn. We made it easy for everybody. You don't even have to memorize it. It's Good. 406-888-1029. That's it. 888-1029. 888-1029. 888-1029. You sell 1029,
3: 1029 888- all day. You sell more of that station than anybody that works here. All right, all right. I'll try and remember. You always
0: say 1029 ESPN. I always have my 1029 shirt on and everything. I know.
3: I know the dial position. I just didn't know the phone number.
0: Okay, well, it's the same thing. 888-1029. Okay. So Super. right now, caller number three, give us a call, shoot us a text, wherever you want to get a hold of us, 888 we got one more. It's so the last one. This is it. So we got uh, one more. Actually, the one we have on display here is actually not the one we're giving you. Uh, we're going to give you one that looks exactly like this, but it's uh, Seattle Seahawks. theme. Yeah. So super cool. Uh, very chic and uh, very, how do they say? In vogue, as it were. Uh,
3: It's great for a gal on the go. Uh,
0: There you go. Very good. And I'm
3: a gal on the go.
0: Very good. All right. We got something else coming up for you, too, in terms of giveaways, but we're going to get to that here in just a minute. First and foremost, though, what do you got this week, Carolyn?
3: All right. I I have to address this.
0: Uh, Tom Brady looking like he's 25 again?
3: No, but I'll get to Tom Brady later. Okay. And his stupid sunglasses. (laughs) What about his great commercial? Oh, yeah. We'll get to that. (laughs) Aaron Rodgers. Oh, boy. Spent the summer. Oh, boy. Pouting and being a little baby because oh he doesn't feel appreciated. This is going to
0: really fire up one particular person that works in the Broadcasting
3: And what did he do on Sunday?
0: Um, what did he do? In the words of our fearless leader, who is no question, no question, the biggest Green Bay Packers fan on this planet, he got bare-bottom spanked.
3: He got bare-bottom spanked. <laughs> That is not what I was going to say. Well, okay. But she's from Wisconsin, so, you know. Is what
0: you're going to say less or more inappropriate than
3: that. What I'm thinking is more inappropriate. Okay. Um, what I'm going to say is he got schooled. He did. All right? He thinks he is a big shot and he acted like a big buffoon all summer and he just I, I don't even I don't even know. It just makes me laugh. Like you suck. Aaron Rodgers.
0: Uh, I don't know if it's going to be a trend. that la- Actually, in fact, I know it's not going to be a trend that lasts for the full duration of the season because the season is so long. But it was, I think, so often in our world, the things that have sort of digressed, like dedication and loyalty and you know, showing up and shutting your mouth and all those things, there's not as many consequences for all that stuff. And we're all empowered to be like our own people and share our feelings and all that stuff. And that's great. To a certain extent, but it also has gone overboard, especially when it comes to professional sports and athletes that get paid so much money. I think it teaches kids bad lessons. Yeah. Like, you can just not show up and and not be with your teammates, and and you still make $50 million a year like Aaron Rodgers. So, I was very... thought it was fitting, and also apropos that uh, he kind of got...
3: I mean, I did love it.
0: I mean, I love that he got the taste left out of his mouth. I had a bunch of money on the Packers, because I thought they were going to roll in that Mm -hmm. game, and they did not. It's also... Week one reactions are sometimes a little too extreme. And and the Packers always, Aaron Rodgers, this offseason aside, they always lay one or two eggs.
3: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
0: Aaron Rodgers is such a sulky little powder that he's the worst quarterback ever when you're down four touchdowns because he just, like, sits on the sidelines with his lip hanging out. And Yeah, he's just such a baby. I
3: just found it funny after all that that that's how they open the season. That's all. You, that's all.
0: Do you, I was also, the, I mean, everybody's spinning this from the Packers angle because, of course, the Packers are one of the gr- best teams in the league and he's one of the best players in the league. But do you know much about the Jameis Winston story? Mm-mm. So, Jameis Winston, once, once upon a time, that's the New Orleans Saints quarterback. So, he, once upon a time, he was a prodigy. I mean, he was the greatest, he was the number one quarterback recruit in the country. He came to Florida State. He was the first freshman to ever lead a team to the championship. So, Florida State won the national title back in 2013, I believe it was. Then, Jameis was the number one overall pick by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He went to Tampa Bay. He had a little bit of success, but then he he basically got a case of, of, he got infected by the interception bug. He couldn't stop throwing interceptions. They got rid of him. They get Tom Brady. They win the Super Bowl the next year. Meanwhile, Jameis Winston's just a backup in New Orleans. People think his career is done. Then Drew Brees abruptly retires. Jameis gets handed the reins to the Saints. His first game as a starter, he goes out and whips Aaron Rodgers. It's a great story of redemption. I do like this. You would also think James Winston is hilarious. He's been enraptured in some controversy before, mostly that had to do with like stealing crab legs. Uh, he was like, what? Yeah, yeah, this, uh, you got to look it up. I got to get the details a little better than what I'm explaining now. But yeah, he got some trouble because he basically like went and ate a bunch of crab and then didn't pay for it. <laughs> it was definitely controversy. Okay. So, mm, sure on this, James Winston, uh, a good story. Good story of redemption. All right, well, I know you love stories of I redemption. I do love stories
3: of redemption, especially when. Those stories of redemption completely slam. Oh my God! Look at this. Look this, who is who is. A, this is this what we
0: call a pre-recorded segment that has an impromptu interruption, and uh, it couldn't be more apropos. If you've been watching the show already today, you already know Ryan Tuttle's on here. But we're doing this before the show even begins. By the way, did you know that it's actually legal? We have to say. The interviews are now pre recorded on the radio.
1: I was actually just going to admonish you. I'm like, why are you saying this all the time? Like, don't tell people that, right? But no, it's actually a requirement according to who the, the FCC. FCC. You don't say you don't know, know. An FCC. <laughs> I think I know what the F stands for. The CC, I'm still lost on
3: Okay, well, <laughs> Google I, it.
1: Hi C H D K S. Is that what it is? Yeah,
3: is that how do you spell oh, who? W.
1: Yeah, wow, H O O.
3: <laughs> this, is, this is actually this is
0: hilarious here's another look behind the curtain it is the chick who does no sports here on nuana's now ryan Tutell now with us wow as well as our good friend carolyn on 1029 espn radio but another good look behind the curtain i i save these as as he just tried to say uh, c w d whatever k yeah, s c w d k s Tommy couldn't find it last week because he's oh. like, What is this? And then I was like, Oh, you don't you're not in on the joke. You're yeah. not in on the two tell abbreviation. For we should start a hashtag. Rock.
3: By the way, guys, oh my God, we're back together. <laughs> it's the three best friends that anyone could have.
1: Is this segment almost over? I actually <laughs> don't know where we are. We just started.
3: You. Well, they we actually just
0: started. Missed, you actually missed you walked in perfectly because we were talking about Aaron Rodgers' offseason uh ruining his opening weekend performance. And I know you don't buy into any of that stuff. So Never. <laughs> okay. Ryan thinks Aaron Rodgers is fully right. He doesn't think that Aaron Rodgers was is being a dramatic baby at all this whole offseason. Oh
3: my God.
1: Oh yes. Let's defer to you. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron Rodgers news. Absolutely. Yes.
3: Uh, I know a baby and I he's look, a baby. I look
1: at TMZ and People magazine and I know what's going through Aaron Rodgers' mind.
3: <laughs> How dare you. Oh, uh, I
0: missed this three this trio. All right, Buckdown, what else do you got? Tom Brady. Of course, we're talking about Tom. So
3: Brady. let me tell you, Tom. Not about drama.
0: I will say this: one of our most loyal listeners, who I know is going to hear me say this right now, he loves Tom Brady, and he's very mad at you for always being mean about Tom Brady. Mm,
3: too bad. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, Tom Brady and his little buddy Gronk have a yeah, little. Nice, uh,
0: little buddy is a word for it, I guess.
3: His little buddy to me. Okay. 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 Um, Biggest guy in the league. <laughs> <laughs> he. They have a little show on Instagram called Tommy and Gronky. And they sit in lawn chairs and in stupid 80s sunglasses and talk. Anyway, this week, Gronk asked Tom how long he'd play football. Do you want to know what Tom Brady said?
0: Ten more years.
3: till he's 50.
1: (laughs) Which actually isn't even ten years
3: from now. six years.
1: Yeah, I'm not surprised. I don't question that.
3: Do you think, right here, right now, do you guys think Tom Brady will be playing football when he's 50? Yes.
1: No. I do.
0: Here's the thing. Here's the two things about Tom Brady. One, he pours so much money into his body that he's not regressing physically whatsoever. Yes, he is. He has the quickest release point in the entire NFL already. The league makes sure to protect him at all costs, so he's not going to get hurt. They've invested in their offensive line. but More than anything, Tom had a chance to do the mic drop last year. He didn't do it.
1: So he should have.
0: So now, the only thing that's going to make him go, he's never going to leave until he goes out on top. So if the, every year that they don't win the Super Bowl, he's going to keep coming back to win another one. So you can have a mic drop. I th- I think it's fully realistic that he'll play for five or six more years.
3: Come on, fifty. That, uh,
1: that is one of the most absurd takes I've ever
3: heard.
1: I mean, that is so stupid. That he, first of all, you don't just get to dictate the terms when you walk out unless you choose to walk out before they tell you to go. Okay. But everybody okay. in the league will tell you to go. How most guys don't leave on their own terms. In fact, ninety percent of dudes if not more, go out when the league says, nope, you can't be here anymore. And that can happen to Tom Brady just like it can happen to anybody else. The fact that he didn't go out now, why would he? He's won seven. Why wouldn't he think that he's going to win two more before it's all said? And well, done? he's
0: also on the maybe the most stacked team he's ever he's been on. Up.
1: He's loaded up. So why leave? Playing
3: what if his bones get so brittle? That they just quit. Cr- but that's break. the point.
1: You said he's pouring money into his body, he's actually not regressing. He is regressing not like not in like his quick release or whatever, but you can't just not get older. That's not how it works. You don't get to buy that one. Uh for a certain amount of money, you might. No, it is. That, no, you can't. You she, just can't. You can just maximize everything eating, that you do, and that's it. He is eating more good
0: food in a day than you have eaten he's, in the last he, 10 years.
1: He's <laughs> eating, eating avocados and quinoa. We can all do it. We just don't want to. Because pizzas and beers are better.
3: So much better. So no. Remember when he took a sip of champagne and got wasted after the soup bowl? <laughs> he's like, oh, I'm so See, I'm gonna throw the Super Bowl ring in the water. Uh chick who doesn't trophy. know sports.
0: Chick who doesn't know sports. Okay, friend and Carolyn here on Nuan now. Such a great one. Tutel also here as well. Carolyn, what else do you have?
3: Well, before we go into it, can we do our AC hotel giveaway?
0: Yes, we certainly can. This is a great giveaway. So the AC Hotel located in downtown Missoula, one of the nicest, newest hotels here in the Garden City. And they have a phenomenal Bar slash also brunch spread. And this is not just for people that stay at the hotel. Anybody can go there. This is Gus's dream come true, actually. Yeah. Because this is 14 bucks and you get whatever you want. You yeah. can have the egg specials of the day, whatever, maybe they have omelets sometimes, they have bread, they got... Prosciutto. They got cheese, meats.
3: Manchego.
0: But here's where Look I'm at. Look that
1: Tom Brady garbage. No. Well, here's the
0: good stuff. Here's, here's All where... All the here,
3: nightshades you can
0: eat. Here's yeah. why I love it, though, is the beverages. Yeah. You can get... All the coffee you want, all the milk, all the juice, all the water, whatever beverage oh, you might you want. You can
3: also get a cappuccino or Americano Very as part good. of the deal.
0: And now we are going to give the lucky listeners uh, AC Hotel experience. So tell them more, Carolyn.
3: Call in and tell Culture why I'm so great. Yes. And the best answer will win a breakfast for two plus two mimosas or Bloody Marys, whatever. Um,
1: this seems like way too hard a contest.
3: <laughs> wow. <laughs>
1: 406. What that mean? Yeah. yeah. That
0: 406 888 so That's 888 Give us a call right now. You can tell us why Carolyn's great or you can tell us anything at all. But call number well, two. no,
3: you can tell them I'm great. Well, that's
0: good. But call number <laughs> two. Contest.
3: And please record that's, it so I can hear it. Hard. Yeah, exactly. I want it 50 words.
0: 888-1029. Give us a call right now. Caller number two. We get a pair of uh, vouchers for you to go on down to the AC Hotel and try all the goodness down there and get, get some mimosas in your life as well. All right, Carolyn, what else you got?
3: All right, so the MTV M- Music Awards were Sunday and Conor McGregor got in okay. a fight on the red carpet with Machine Gun Kelly.
1: I like McGregor in that.
3: Uh, <laughs> um, all because Machine Gun Kelly wouldn't take a picture with him. So talk about a big old baby. is
0: it there some women involved there, in this? I'm sure there's
3: a woman involved. There always Machine is. Machine Gun Kelly
0: dating somebody very famous. Megan
3: Fox. Sure. What does that have to do with Conor McGregor?
1: Yes, what does it have to do with Conor McGregor? Because
0: Machine Gun Kelly always goes to the fights with Megan Fox, and maybe Conor McGregor just wants to steal his girl. I don't know. Conor McGregor's kind
1: of all the way out of control
0: anyways. Well,
3: I'm going to tell you something <laughs> as a woman.
1: Objection if, speculation, Your Honor.
3: If you want to get a girl, you don't start a fight and have a big old baby meltdown because the guy she's with won't take your picture. You act like a gentleman. Sure. I mean, he looked like a big brat and...
0: Well, Conor McGregor is not exactly what you would call stable. Who looked like a brat?
3: Conor McGregor. Mm.
0: He Un- unsurprising
3: Flipped out over it well, and He flips out over everything
0: This is the guy that starts fights after his fights are over Right He, he fights all the He is fighting At all times he's fighting
3: something. He needs some yoga in his life <laughs> He needs to bring it down a notch It is really unattractive
0: Okay So they got in a fight on red carpet What else? That's it? That's the punchline?
3: That's the punchline Okay That's it I just think it's stupid
1: A guy who's in the UFC and a guy named Machine (laughs) Kelly got in a fight. Shocker.
3: I'm
0: so shocked. At an MTV Awards event, no less.
3: (laughs) This is not news? It's it's great. It's awesome. Are you
1: really happy I'm back or no? Because I think that right now the answer is no.
3: I am happy you're back. I love it. I'm thrilled. Very kind.
0: All right. What else you got?
3: Okay, last little bit, and this is going to take a serious turn. I think.
0: So we're not going to go down the road of Tom Brady's perfume commercial? Oh,
3: yeah. We'll (laughs) we'll go there. But first, NFL week one ratings were up over 7% from last year, which is not surprising because of COVID and blah, blah, blah. Um, They're equal to 2019 ratings. Okay. So that's great. And then um, highest ratings since 2017, like that's what 2019 hit. Yep. So I did a little research. Okay. And I was wondering why the ratings dipped in 2017, hmm. and I think I know why. Why? The kneeling. Mm.
1: You think you figured it out? You oh no, I didn't figure
3: it. I'm sorry. Lots <laughs> of other people figured it out. Right. I googled it, like and then uh, I got I got all the information. All right, so, but
1: wait, so what does that have to do with with 2019 and 2021?
3: nothing i'm just telling you a story god why are you questioning everything i say
0: i've told i've said this on here before but i (laughs) will say this the uh the solution is so easy you can easily eliminate the controversy of all things involving the national anthem by by just not having the players on the field
3: or don't play it
0: why do college football players have no scrutiny for renewing during the national anthem
3: they're not on the field because they run out
0: of the tunnel after the national anthem is played
3: so why does nfl play it
0: because the NFL has a multi billion dollar deal with the United States military and they try to market themselves as this hyper masculine, very uh, military like endeavor. Football games are warfare. It's all cross branding and patriotism and rich people and all of this stuff. You know, mm-hmm. it, people that own. NFL football teams likely are people that would get mad at people kneeling in protest of anything, particularly the national anthem.
3: Okay, well, they can still play it, but to ha- just have the players in the locker room. Seems For the simple. record,
1: I believe it's multi-million, not multi Okay, yeah, sure.
3: Oh, you're just full of it today, aren't well, you? Well,
1: I mean, I, you know, accuracy <laughs> is accuracy important. Accuracy is a key, and it walked out the door when I did.
3: <laughs> <laughs> says,
0: says the philosophy major right. to the journalist. That,
3: <laughs> it's, it's a reality to the advertising major. Uh,
0: yeah, that's right. Okay, all right. <laughs> From you Okay. Uh, I sent you a commercial of Tom Brady, yes. and uh, the, it's a brilliant commercial because the first twenty seconds you think it's a Tom Brady commercial for some sort of hair product or perfume or a suit or something. Like Just, the it,
1: Johnny Depp one, which I thought was going to end with a joke and, then and it not it, it, like, it doesn't. Oh no, that's, you're out there in the desert trying to smell good. Alright.
0: <laughs>
3: Johnny Depp will never smell good. But
0: then it's then, no the, then the commercial turns and it's a subway commercial. It's a very good mm-hmm. commercial.
3: Yeah, it's funny. It, it was very funny. funny. I don't it? think Tom Brady's funny. I think the commercial's funny. I still hate Tom Brady. I just was
0: wish I could have seen you in real time. Uh, because I'm sure that you were appalled by the commercial until the punchline hit.
3: Well, I got the text and was like, oh, Tom Brady. What is he sending me this for? Well, it was during football,
0: so that's like two hours past Carolyn's bedtime oh yeah. too. I
3: was like on the couch, dozing off, looking at TikTok, and uh Tom Brady comes in and I'm like, oh my God. And it was so funny because i was the whole time it's it's he's like talking about bread and all this stuff and i'm like god he's such a sellout he doesn't even eat bread like what it's going off and then at the end they make fun of it and they're like you don't even eat bread at the end it was very funny you that know is very
1: funny. it is ironic to me that per capita like as a percentage of on-air life you Spend more time talking about Tom Brady, who you evidently hate, than absolutely anyone else anywhere else on any media. There is no sports talk radio show in Tampa or New England that talks more about Tom Brady for their space of time as a percentage of the time they're on the air than you right here during this segment. Mm -hmm,
3: It's mm -hmm. so true. Noted. Noted. Well, too bad. Accurate. I, I can't help it. He drives me crazy. <laughs>
0: I think we've made that plenty clear.
3: All right, fine. I'll stop.
0: Uh, so it's the doesn't know Sports presented in part by Clutch Women and in part by AC Hotel. Thanks for our great sponsors, for their great giveaways that they've given us here today. And congratulations to you, the lucky winners of the Clutch, as well as brunch date to AC Hotel. Carolyn, thank you so much for swinging by.
3: No, thank you.
1: Great to see
3: you. Oh, you too.
0: There you go. Jake, who doesn't know sports, our good friend Carolyn. Great to be back with the three of us. That was really fun. As funny as Carolyn and I are, and we're hilarious, it's even more funny when you got the straight man. Gus is just too good, man. Ryan Tutu will be back in the studio with me, Coulter Nuanas. Ryan, for this, we're going to give you all of the best of the best in the NFL. Keep it right here. ESPN Radio. It all comes down to tonight in Boise for the Missoula Paddleheads. Hello, I am Coulter Nuanez. The Garden City's independent minor league baseball team rolled through the Pioneer League North, claiming the pennant in the first and second halves of the regular season. Then the Paddleheads smoked the Billings Mustangs in a one-game playoff on Saturday to qualify for the Pioneer League's championship series. Missoula pushed the Boise Hawks to the brink with a late rally to post an 8-2 win at Ogren Park Allegiance Field in their final home game of the season on Monday. But last night in Boise, the Hawks scored four runs in the eighth inning to emerge with a 5 5- For victory in Idaho's capital city. That decision forces a third and final game for all the marbles tonight. The final game of the Pioneer League for the 2021 season will commence with first pitch set for 630 p.m. from Boise. All the action can be heard right here on 1029 ESPN Missoula. Missoula Sentinel High School has been placed on probation by the Montana High School Association. The MHSA Executive Board made the decision at its regularly scheduled meeting on Monday. The probation will extend to the end of this current academic school year. Sentinel was fined $100 by the MHSA in 2019 for a football recruiting violation. The school's track and field program came under fire in May when an athlete competed in too many events. MHSA Executive Director Mark Beckman confirmed to the Missoulian on Tuesday afternoon that those are the two issues that have landed the Spartans on probation. This ESPN Missoula Sports Center is brought to you by Selway Armory.
1: The new Black Keys album? I well, new like newish, eighteen months, two years ago. I think it's a little newer than that. Maybe I just haven't been paying attention to it. I believe it. I do know. Yeah. Okay. Regardless, did you, what do you think? Do you like it? Yeah, I liked it. I mean, here's the thing: there's never going to be a Black Keys album that I don't like because it will never not be what it is. Like, they, they just always go right down the middle of what they are, and that is off-putting to a lot of people, but I think they, uh, you know, I like the black keys, so just keep doing what you're doing. You know what I mean? Some people want to be all over the map creative and all that stuff, mess around with those different sounds. Just play some rock and roll. Call it a day. Nuanez now, 102.9 ESPN
0: Missoula, SWX Montana Television. Ryan Tutel back in the Northwest Motorsport studio with me, Colter Nuanez, Northwest Motorsport. New to Missoula, new to Montana, they are located at the corner of Stevenson Mount. I'm sorry, I
1: messed you up. I read right in the middle of a read, <laughs> I, and I sat here, and I made a joke that it, it's not a joke that is that is important, uh, but I just couldn't help myself. Northwest Motorsport
0: is here in Missoula. They uh, are located at the corner of Stevens and Mount, and they have the largest inventory of trucks anywhere in the Pacific Northwest. If you don't believe me, go check it out. They have so many trucks, it's unbelievable. You can also visit them online nwmsrocks.com that's nwmsrocks.com we've been talking all sorts of different things but this is what you're actually here for all football all the time our NFL conversation it's sponsored by Brett's RV and Marine Brett's RV and Marine right now they're buying, selling, and trading they have great inventory, awesome luxury vehicles they also have their end of summer clearance sale summer may be setting but the savings are on the rise. Go get pre-qualified today. Stop by 4800 Grant Creek Road and start your next adventure with the premier RV dealer in Montana. So, Gus, our good buddy Sean Rainey over at SWX Montana, he's all in on the, the yep. sports betting. Yep. So, yeah, he is. So, he and I do uh, a weekly segment now uh, that's an extension of his Make It Rainy podcast. Yep. Talking about NFL games and, and picks against the spread and stuff like that. So I have the NFL spreads here, but this is just a sort of guided conversation yep. more just about yep. the NFL at large. So we'll start with tonight's game. The Washington football team hosts the New York football Giants. Yep. Uh, Washington's a, a three-point favorite, but that's here nor there. I am so interested to see this game because Ryan Fitzpatrick is out yep. for Washington. Tyler Heineke going to be. Taylor Heineke. Oh, Taylor. Uh, of Old Dominion. My mistake. Yeah, Taylor Heineke, he won the Walter Payton Award, mm-hmm. which I thought was uh, one of the weirdest Walter Payton Award wins because it was during the time that Old Dominion was transitioning from FCS to FBS. Yeah. So they were, I believe, not even eligible for the playoffs. Yeah. They also had a bunch of FBS. They had a bunch of guys that were coming to their team to play in the FBS, so they had a bunch of FBS guys. And so he like lit it up, and he's obviously a talented guy, but... It was just weird that he got the individual award when he was not really playing on the same playing field as everybody else. Regardless, he has
1: kind of bounced around the NFL for a little bit. He, I think he played a little bit for the Steelers, is that right? He's played he's played a few different times out there and he's gotten a little bit of love playing as well. And I, I don't think he was awful coming into the game uh, you know, last week against uh against the Chargers, but obviously it didn't go all that well though. The Chargers seems pretty good. I hate to say it. I hope I hope Rainey's not listening cuz I don't want to have to admit to that later but uh this game tonight I'm I am looking forward to it yeah, ooh, I'm looking forward to every football game but uh I I think that the Washington defense really got sort of handled last week especially up front mm mm-hmm. And that is not something that anybody really anticipated because no. this is supposed to be the group, right? With sure. Chase Young and and Sweat and the whole like the whole thing. Yeah,
0: Montez Sweat is out for tonight's game as well. Okay, but nonetheless, like that. Jonathan Allen, two former SEC Defensive Player
1: of the Year. From really good. It's a really good defense, and they, I think. I'm not going to sit here to say they believe their own headlines, but the, the better team was better. It's the offensive unit, the offensive line for the Chargers. So I think they come in with something to prove. And if there was ever someone, a team to prove it against, would be the, the New York giant offensive line, it seems to me.
0: What do you think of the notion of off-season headlines and hype affecting early season performance? In other words, the teams that were sort of in vogue the couple months leading up to the season. We heard tons about the Bills. We heard tons about the Cleveland Browns. We heard a lot of hype about the Washington football team. Even though they didn't have a winning record last year, they did close the season strong. They won their division. They were competitive in the playoffs. Uh, And I guess there's probably a couple other teams you could throw in there, but those were sort of the three. They
1: They're really, really hyped up. I'm sorry. Are you asking me a question about the internal hype or the – the external when, when you're the Buffalo Bills and
0: you didn't make the playoffs for 25 years and then you make the playoffs and you go to the AFC championship game and the world at large is talking about you as a Super Bowl favorite and then you go lose week one, are those two things correlated?
1: No. No, they are not. What's correlated is a smoke show Pittsburgh defense. I mean, that is what's correlated. And that's the thing, too. That The funniest part about it is...
0: There was this notion that the Steelers had fallen off mm-hmm. because they had the drama on the offensive side of the ball with Antonio Brown, Le'Veon Bell. Ben Roethlisberger's getting a little long in the tooth. Um, Andrew Villanueva, or Alejandro Villanueva, excuse me, retired their left tackle. Uh, David DeCastro was hurt. But everybody was talking about their defense regressing so much. Well, their defense only regressed because Bud Dupree and who's their other edge? Regardless, they, they're two key edge guys. Both tore their ACLs, and so they didn't have the edges on their 3-4 defense. That's what you have to have is the guys to rush a passer. Yeah, well,
1: any anyway. But the Steelers are good. You're right. The, the, Steelers, the Steelers are, yeah. I mean, we'll see what they ultimately end up being, but, you know, the, the, the Bills were favored and certainly think that they, you know, are the better team or whatever, but, you know, it's not like they lost to the Jags or something like that. Same thing for Cleveland. Cleveland went to Arrowhead and was a better team for about 55 minutes of that football game i mean they were great so they the browns were ready to go the only the the only correlation from off season to start of the season is your preparation who prepares well and this is something that this is just a philosophy this is and i'm not going to say with certainty this thing but my opinion is that everybody's looking for well what's the right way to prepare is it To take it easy in training camp? Is it to go hard in training camp? Is it to to sit starters? Is it to play starters or whatever? And I think there's not a right answer to that question. I think it is team dependent. Who do you have? That's right. What what is the mentality of the locker room? Who are the leaders on it? Obviously, what is the skill? Where do you need the help? And understanding where to push, where to pull, how to go is very difficult. And the only team that did not do that at all was the Green Bay Packers. Right. Everybody else basically got it right, but then you play and sometimes you lose football games. I mean, you know, it, it, it is what it is. So the the hype and a week one loss, the, it, the, it means nothing to me
0: is now, 102.9 ESPN, Missoula, SWX, Montana Television. I agree. I think that the over the week one overreactions are oftentimes one of the places where if you are an NFL analyst or somebody that's getting into NFL conversations or arguments or whatever, you can really get out over your skis because you don't really know about a team until about week three or four. Mm-hmm. But I do think there's a real dynamic, not necessarily of the hype affecting the direct results of the opening weekend. But I do think there's a, a certain ascension and or place that teams hold. In other words... When you're a team on the rise, a team that's you know, sort of the underdog or the team that is going to exceed expectations or be a team that's a better version of that franchise that they've had in a little while, like the yep. Cleveland Browns were last year, for example, yep. or like the Miami Dolphins kind of feel like they're yep, building right. a little bit. Yep. That's, a, to me, easier than being the team that has arrived but hasn't been there for very long or hasn't ever been there before. And you're taking the best shot of everybody.
1: Thinking about, like, the
0: Bills. right. But then there's a certain dynamic where you have been the top dog. You're used to taking people's best shots, and you are more—you have a better ability to handle that as well. I think yeah. that the 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 status to be in that is the most difficult is the team that has ascended to become one of the better teams in the league, but that hasn't been there in a really long time. That's why it's impressive with the Kansas City Chiefs. They've been so good. I mean, they've been been solid and and good for the mo- the majority of the last. Fifteen or twenty years. I mean, they haven't really had really any really bad teams, but to reach the mountaintop and stay on the mountaintop. I mean, now they're here here in year three where they are the the team,
1: the team. to beat, yeah, yeah.
0: and and to do that with a young quarterback. It, I mean, it helps having an all time great coach to to guide the way. But it, it is it is it so. is
1: an interesting dynamic. It, it is. I mean, the Chiefs were not very good for a really long time, and then got good and became that team you said. But they didn't do it with a coach who nobody. Had never been there. Andy Reid's only right. been a great coach for twenty years, right? Right. Uh, even though he had never won a Super Bowl, you know, famously, right? <laughs> sure, until, it, sure. until it happened, but but he'd been in the NFC Championship game like a hundred times when, when, in a row. When you get that guy running things, it you know it changes the dynamic of like you know the 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 the, the team. When Kevin Stefanski shows up right. to Cleveland, sure. and is doing it, it go you go whoa. How or about Rashawn about in the, yeah, Sean McVay, right, Or Sean Rashawn in Los Angeles? Uh, Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: Nuana's now. It's our all football all the time segment presented by Brett's RV and Marine. Brett's RV and Marine, proud to be the largest of all Montana RV dealers. Brett's currently showcases the best inventory in the state at volume discount prices with a service department that stands behind their products. Brett's RV and Marine also leads Montana RV sales and has been a family owned RV dealership for more than 50 years. With 75 RV and boat brands to choose from, Brett's offers the largest inventory under the big sky. So stop by 4800 Grant Creek Road and start your next adventure with the premier RV dealer in Montana. More NFL talk here on ESPN Radio. is now.
1: ESPN Radio.
0: Hanging out with some friends last night, and we were talking about music. One of whom, the one of the gals was actually a music uh, teacher and has been teaching music for a while. And uh, they were definitely encouraging me to get back into my saxophone. Oh and, boy, uh, that song right there always reminds me of my yes. my old days because the, the horn, the big sky marching band, man, that's that uh, mighty mighty Boss Tones is definitely one of the most fun bands to cover, man. One of the most fun bands to to replicate. It's new is now. 1029 ESPN Missoula, SWX Montana Television. Ryan Tutel joining me, Colter Nuanez, here in the Northwest Motorsports Studio. Missed anything in the show. Been a fun show. We went all around the world of sports today. Jeff Safford, Missoula Paddleheads, joined us. The Paddleheads played their final game of the season. Win, lose, or draw, whatever. Final game of the season tonight in Boise against the Boise Hawks. Winner takes the Pioneer League Championship. First pitch, 630. You can hear all the action right here on ESPN Missoula. Also heard from Amandre Williams, Montana State defensive end. Also, did a fair amount about Grizz football in hour number one. Hour number two, heard from our good friend Carolyn. Gave away a couple great prizes. Thanks so much for uh, everybody engaging in those great giveaways. The phones blew up, so hopefully everybody enjoys their Clutch Women tote as well as their uh, AC breakfast coupons. AC Hotel, excuse me, breakfast coupons. And then also we've been talking some NFL here to take you home here on your Thursday. All of that can be found on the Nuanas Now podcast, N-U-A-N-E-Z. Please rate Review, subscribe five stars preferred the Nuana's now podcast presented proudly by Blackfoot Communications the wing game at Wyndham Hotel and sports Bet Montana dealers choice you want to keep talking NFL you want to talk uh, I, I want you don't have I haven't talked to you a long time about the cats Do yeah. you have a perspective on the cats or
1: what what are you wondering about the cats Because I know you probably haven't watched them much because you were at the Grizz game on Saturday yeah I'm wondering who their coach is yeah Brent vegan <laughs> <laughs> I mean that, I know that the players that are in sure. Bozeman, yeah. are outstanding, yes. and that they're and they're there, and they've shown through two weeks yep. that they're they're very good, and that Brett Viga does like he's it feels like he's got his finger on the pulse of this team and has taken them in a good direction. Um, but between new quarterback and new coach, right? You know, it it is it's an interesting time to sit there. Right. I was thinking about this the other day, though. There's two ways you can become a head coach. Sure. Well, I guess technically three, but two. One is that the former coach was fired yep. or the former coach moved on because he moved up, especially when you're talking about the FCS level. Sure. If you're taking over a program where the coach got fired, you got a long haul ahead of you. That's right. If you're taking over a program where the head coach went to Texas, yep. things are probably going okay. This
0: is the dirty little secret of the, of the COVID year for Montana State, too. We talked all about the Grizz and their physical progress in the weight room, the fact that they're healthy. Montana State experienced that as well. But the other thing is Jeff Choate, for better or worse – is a recruiting machine. He never stops recruiting. He, in fact, tried to out-recruit at least one-third of his entire roster every year. Yep. That's the ironic part. There's only, There was only 10 players that left the Bobcats in the offseason. Mm-hmm. Usually there's 35 new guys yep. because Chote just brings in a bunch of new guys, and right. he gets this guy from this FBS school and this Pac-12 guy. But Chote had an extra year to recruit, and then he left them. But the cupboard is stacked. The thing about Chote is he always brought in really, really talented skill players, particularly receivers, that might sound crazy because they never threw the ball, but those guys would always just leave because they're like, well, I don't want to be here. We're not yeah. going to throw me the ball. But now they have great skill players
1: that are recruited by the previous staff
0: that are now getting opportunities because Brent Vegan's a way more offensive-minded
1: coach. I, I shouldn't even make this comment because I am at such a distance, both you know, literally and, and been out, but over time and so forth. But my impression is, and it is only that, that if there's one thing that I'm going to say about Brent Vegan... Now, uh, compared to Jeff Choate, that I would put in his favor is stability. Like there, it, it feels like there's certainly a lot less uh, uh, volatile. <laughs> yeah. So, and on one hand, I mean, I, I, Jeff Choate did an unbelievable job. There's no no question about that, and. And he had his method to to the madness, but there was madness there. I mean, you talk about <laughs> yes. turnover in the coaching staff, the number of guys that he would bring in, and the And he he was able to sort of contain and control that and build it to an a, an elite national semifinal, yep. you know, multiple appearance type of level. Um, and then at some point, you know, he he's, he even said it himself, Coach Choate. He's like, you know, sometimes. You just need a new face, like you just need a new person. Obviously, he got a great opportunity and he took it, so that's that's fine. But a guy could come in and do things a lot differently, and that could be better in the moment in certain ways. And we'll see if that turns out to be the case. There, couple more NFL. Let's do a, a little quick hitting here. Okay. First of
0: all, <laughs> if they can, if they stick it up like they did in week one. They're not going to get talked about on the show anymore unless, by chance, their coach leaves to go take a job in the Pac-12. The Jacksonville Jaguars were horrific.
1: Mm, yeah. I mean, they're, they're, they're one of the worst defenses.
0: Yeah, they gave up 34 points to the Texans.
1: Yeah, yeah. The but Texans are the Vegas favorites to be the worst team in the NFL. I, I was not meaning just like in the league. I mean, they, they might be one of the worst defenses that we've seen, period, in the <laughs> league, which is remarkable because four years, five years right. ago, they're, they're on the edge of a Super Bowl because of their defense, period, with Blake well, Portals as their quarterback.
0: No more Jalen Ramsey. No more Paul Puznuzzi. No more Telvin Smith. No more uh, Ngakwe. No more Calais
1: Campbell. None of the, I mean, they're all gone. So uh, That's why that's how you go from good to not good. <laughs> that's exactly right. What do you think of the Denver Broncos? You know, I, I kind of like Denver um, coming into this season. The loss of Jerry Judy for, you know, a month or whatever it's going to be is significant, uh, but... Between you know the two backs that they have and Williams and Gordon, the upgrade and it is an upgrade at quarterback to to Teddy Bridgewater, the return of Von Miller. I mean nobody talks about Von Miller. Well, you know he, he didn't play a year ago. That's a huge part of that defense. And then you throw Bradley Chubb in there. So I I think that there are a lot of really good players in Denver. Uh, I think the biggest question mark is on Vic Fangio, right? Like that's that's where. This thing's going to get played out, but a lot of people I think have been prognosticating Denver not to be good. I think that's a really good division overall. Obviously Kansas City, and I think the Chargers are also really good. Like I said, we saw what the Raiders did last, you know, on Monday, uh, improved defensively at least. Uh, but I, I think Denver is uh, has the makings of being a solid team again. I don't think that they're a playoff team. You know this year, but I think that they are headed in the right direction, trending well to me. Got okay, about two minutes
0: left, okay. so we're, we're just going to go just just buy or sell. It. I don't even really need analysis. I just want to know just your, your basic
1: thought on a, a few yep. more teams. Yep. The Philadelphia Eagles. The only thing I care about about Philly is is Devont, uh, is Smith. Devonta Smith. Yeah. He is. I, I'm 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 in love, man. He's awesome. Incredible. Okay. New York, New York Patriots. Are they good or bad? The the, the, or the New, New England, England Patriots, the like, New York Patriots. Man, that that's cause for like a straight uh, riot. Yeah, if, if we're, if we're, we're New in two, New York and Boston, if we're oh, in two time oh, zones oh, over, oh, I God have names.
0: a mob waiting outside the studio. Um, for
1: I think me. I think the Patriots are, are gonna be are gonna be pretty good. <laughs> I think they, I think they have a really salty defense, and I think Mac Jones is the type of quarterback that Bill Belichick just wants to have.
0: Buying or selling the
1: Las Vegas Raiders? Uh, sell still. I think the Raiders yeah. are all right, but not there.
0: Buying or selling the Tennessee Titans? They got drilled. No,
1: them. no, no. I'm buying the Titans. Yeah, I, Titans, I am too. T- Titans are good.
0: That's that's one I I would for sure say no
1: week one overreaction. Yeah. They still have great. players. Actually, I did say that about the, the Packers weren't the only team ready to go. The Titans were also not ready to go, but also Arizona's good. I mean no, Arizona.
0: So you so you like the
1: you like the I do, I do Cardinals? Like the Cardinals.
0: Um, last one for you because I love your. Uh,
1: Non-objective analysis, Minnesota Vikings. I mean, they're 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 just awful. <laughs> they're just, I know. Just they are trending in the wrong direction. Uh, it's, it's it's. I can't figure out gotta, how to scream
0: about it on the radio anymore. Hand the ball to your best player. Stop letting the worst starting quarterback in the league throw.
1: Well, he ain't that. Let's start there.
0: Back at tomorrow, Jim Seabrook in the saddle with me, Colter Noise. we We'll see you then, 4 p.m. <laughs>